With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCarr, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. You know, as always, I'm delighted to be joined by Sean, Shawnee Mac, Bang Bang Gravy Chip McComb himself. Sean, a couple of days, a few days after your fight, um, you're back home in Belfast with your lovely family, your young family now. Um, first and foremost, how are you? How's things? More good, yeah. Um, the thoughts are settled. Um, just enjoying some family time. Uh, obviously, the, my baby's only six weeks old now as well, so we missed a lot of time due to being in camp with him being born and stuff. So just enjoying that, to be honest. Uh, I know uh, you, you sent out a tweet saying, or uh, on Instagram as well, saying that when you were getting hit by Gavin Gwynn, that it wasn't just you in that ring anymore. You were thinking about the family back home, the little boy that you've got back home and stuff like that. Was that a, a major decision in you sort of like saying no more sort of thing in that fight against Gavin? No, see, like, I've had a few days to think about it. Like, I can't explain how I felt. I'll never I'll see the best way to describe it. It was it was a Ronnie O'Sullivan, like, it was a moment of Ronnie O'Sullivan madness. Like, it was a Ronnie O'Sullivan thing. Like, just, just fuck this. Mm-hmm. Like, Ronnie O'Sullivan wanted to get ahead of 147 and just fuck this. Because mm-hmm. at that stage, even when I watched it back, the fight it was level. You could give it level three rounds apiece. Like I wasn't getting beat up. Do you know what I mean? Um, hats off to Gavin Gwynn. He was he came out with a serious game plan. He was there. He was tough as old boots. And he came and he came to win and he won. But I, he wasn't beating me up. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like I was getting beat up and I was well out of my depth. It was just a moment of madness where I just thought, "Fuck this! I'm coming out." And I don't know where I came from. It's just that madness. It's just in some people. And we've seen it with some people over the years, like Michael Gomez done it against Peter McDonough at one stage. Um, we've seen the likes of Mayorga, Johnny Tapia, all these like people. Uh, like, 
now I probably understand why them type of people do what they do. It was just it was just one switch in my head. I just was fuck this, and I was thinking about my baby and my channel, but it was just like I was smart enough to know that it wasn't that it wasn't on the game that night, and I just thought fuck it. I'll come again, take them gloves off, get them off me. I just, I'm not happy with myself. I'm not happy with my performance. No matter if I'm winning or drawing or losing, I'm not happy. Just take them off. And and that's what happened. And it's just, it's okay. Like, it's it's not, it's not the end of the world. People are, are questioning my heart and questioning all this stuff. And they're like, fair enough. It's it's understandable as boxing fans. If they want to do that, do that. Um. So what do you say to people that say you quit? Because I know there was that, that the, the thing on Twitter has always been that thing with O'Hara Davis and stuff like that. So what do you say to people that you quit? You, you said it was a moment of madness, but again, it's you never had the best preparation in terms of Danny Vaughan and, and he was out in Dubai. You started a new business, a new baby. I mean, everything was just up in the air for this whole camp. So there is factors into play here, isn't there? Well, I just factors in play, but they're not excuses, do you know what I mean? Like the, these, like m- maybe not to that extreme. With Gavin Gwynn, I was going to say he, he dealt with the same the same situations. He didn't because he didn't have a newborn baby and he didn't open a new business and he didn't he wasn't traveling halfway around the world um, through a camp. I don't put them down as excuses because at the end of the day, that was on me to go and do them things and. Um, I felt good in camp, felt burnt, and it was long, very, very long. And it was, there was times there where I felt just depressed of like the same old setbacks, the same old shit just going on and the camp, the fate being delayed and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, like for people saying I quit, no, like, it's like I'm, I'm glad their eyes work because they did quit. When you watch half bed and you see I turn my back, I, I decided like get them gloves off me. And that like I was I was unhappy with my performance. I was unhappy with I just like I say, it was a moment of madness and it was it wasn't because it was hurt or it was like tired. It was honestly from the bottom of my heart it wasn't any of those. It was just like fuck this. This is doing my head. And, and that's the best way to describe it. It was a Ronnie O'Sullivan moment. It was just like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you regret now looking back on it since the dust has settled? Has it been a few days since the fight? Do, do you have any regret just turning your back? Because again, as a, as a fan, like I, I know you, Sean, I'm good friends with you. And like and when I was watching the fight, I was like, oh God, this is another good Sean McComb fight. This is another fight where Sean's going to bite down on the gum shield and go for it. Do you know what I mean? Do you have any regrets in that? Because it was a, it was an entertaining fight for them for the however yeah, long it was. It was, it, was a, it was a brilliant fight, a really really good fight. I watched the back, and it was like it was a cla- a classic. I actually messaged Gavin Gwynn privately, and I apologized for throwing the toys out of the prom and and and, and turning my back and giving up, um, because it was such a good fight for the fans, and I apologized that. To Gavin for for turning my back and, and and making the fight stop early because it could have been a it could have been a fight of the year contender had had it gone the twelve rounds, um. So, but like, uh, it's just one of them. I don't know. It's do you regret it, Sean? Do you regret it? I, I do. Yes, of course yeah. I do. Yeah, because it, it, it's a split second decision. Mm. 
It's a split second decision. Like the referee waved it off as soon as he turned it back. And at that stage, I was like, I don't care. Just get them gloves off me. I'm not happy with my performance here. I'm not happy with what way I'm performing. I'm just couldn't be annoyed. Just take them off. But had the referee maybe stopped them and neither referee done his job, done his job, he, he was ready to do so. But sometimes when a fighter's given a couple of seconds extra, they actually get that there's a switch in their head that may make them go right that's there again. Like you see big fighters who would be happy to be waved off at a certain stage. Mm-hmm. But if they're given and like let's say for example a fighter gets knocked down and he gets up, but he's on steady. But the referee's happy to let him go on. Mm-hmm. And he gets knocked down again, and he gets stopped. And, and, and it doesn't carry on. Had the referee have made that decision the first time, the boxer's not going to question it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he's going to say, yes, I'll fade on, no problem, if he's given the decision to do so. The same if... If the referee had stopped me and turned me around and there had been four or five seconds passing, he's like, what are you doing? Are you, are you fighting or what? Here, I don't There's a possibility that I just went, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah. And then just went on the bike and started moving more and moving more. And I could have done that, but I didn't. And it's just the way it happened. It happened. I do regret it because when I watched it back, it was such a good fight. So I regret that. And I'll deal with it. I do deal with it like a like a normal person. I'm okay. I'm like madly, physically, I'm okay. I don't mind. Like it's it's just a fucking it's just another it, it's not it's maybe not fair on the fans, but at the end of the day, no one's gonna get in that ring for me and do what I have to do. And until I'm fully happy doing what I'm doing in that ring, then I, 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 like it is what it is. It's, it's a dangerous. It's a dangerous sport, Sean. So again, like Gavin was relentless in that fight, and I, it seems like you you can get him off him. I just want to go back to what you said when you said uh, you weren't happy with your performance. This was your first fight down at one three five, and I said to you, like just around the hotel, that I didn't think you could make one three five, and you've done it easily. But do you feel yeah. like because of the, the, that extra f- five pounds that you lost because it was. Well, you, I think you, you never fought at 140 Championship weight before, did you? I think you were always 140. Yeah, dead once. once dead once. So, again, the five pounds, that's quite a lot of weight to lose. You, did that have any effect in your, your punching power, the snapping, your uh, your punches, your legs, or anything like that, do you feel? No, honestly, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest, I didn't. Mm. I didn't at all. I didn't feel my legs were not one bit tired. My arms were not one bit tired. Gavin Gwynn was just one tough bastard. And I was hitting him with good, clean shots. And he took them well and just kept playing forward. And and he said that was part of his game plan. Like, he cut me early and he was happy, right? It was a head clash. Um, he cut me again in the second round when he was even happy. That gives him momentum. He told it. He told he he done his post interview and, and he says that gave him momentum, seeing the blood and he was playing and, and encouraged him on more to put more pressure on and more pressure on. And he got it worked. It worked on his favor. Um, I was just, I don't know. I was starting trading for too long and, and mixing for too long and holding my feet for too long, and and that just maybe down to lack of maybe lack of sparring, which I didn't really have mm-hmm. because of COVID restrictions and whatnot. Um, also, a lack of like. I, the game, it was part of the game plan 
we didn't want to be moving like relentlessly around the ring for no reason, but I could have done that and I wouldn't have got hit. Mm-hmm. But then the fight would have been born and we would have, <laughs> would have been shit. So, no, it was an entertaining fight. I, I, you I, can't I, keep everyone happy. No, you can't, mate. You can't, especially in, 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 in boxing and stuff like that. Because you do, you're going to have your critics no matter what you do, do in life and especially in boxing. But this isn't the end for you. This You're going to come back stronger than this. You're going to continue at 135, lightweight. We'll see where opportunities come. Um, I want to continue on. I'll be happy to go to 140 again. I'll be happy to, I'll be happy at any, like I'll, I'll be happy to go either way. But like I say, honestly, I honestly do mean that when I was down at 135, I was felt good. I was, I wasn't tired. I wasn't, I was more madly, madly drained due to the long camp than I was physically drained due to the weight loss. And I believe that I felt very good at 135 in terms of um, strength and tiredness and fatigue. Like, honestly, it was okay. I was good. Like, the pace of that fight was, like, unbelievable pace. And then I've seen the same thing with Josh Kelly as well. Like, the next night, it was a very similar fight. Mm. Even the cut on the back of the head was very similar. It was just, like, it was this like it was like a replay of my fight over again at a different weight class and and the like, same thing again like it's like the circumstances were different obviously Josh didn't turn his back and 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 do what I done but I, I I'm I'm hundred I'm I'm almost a hundred percent sure Josh Kelly will probably come back and win a world title or good enough to come back and do so and that will make him a hundred times better fighter and I'm just sitting watching going. Like I've no, I have nothing to even criticize Josh Kelly for based on that performance, because he was brilliant, he was phenomenal. But it's just, it's just experience now and learning how to deal with that type of fight in the future. And then I, he will do exactly that. Watching that back, it's that old cliche, Sean, isn't it? That it's it's not a loss, it's a lesson. Do you know what I mean? You learn, exactly from, it. you learn from you that. Like you're going to learn from this the Gavin Gwynn fight and be like, well, Gavin Gwynn, he's already fought for the British title. He's fought for the Commonwealth title. Do you know what I mean? He's been in with Tennyson. He's been in with guys like Joe Cordina. He's been in with these guys that you haven't had the calibre of fighting yet. Although yeah. he may have lost against these guys, but he's been in there. And this is his third chance at this Commonwealth title at, at championship level. Do you know what I mean? This was your first yeah. real shot at it. So, again, it's going to be experience for you going into your next title fight. 100%. No, big experience. Big, big. There's a lot to gain there. Mm-hmm. loads again there and it's not really about what I win now it's about where I where like what I win where my where my career finishes and ends and what I pick up to end my career with so it's that end goal is the main priority here mm-hmm. but that's the thing people said O'Hara quit when he fought Josh Taylor but now look at him he's the golden contract winner I mean he's had big fights won big titles earned good money do you know what I mean so even although yeah. he turned his back against Josh, it's not it's not the end. Do you know what I mean? People it's it's a twenty four hour news cycle. <laughs> I, I was I was guilty of, of giving giving him stick for quitting. Um so I do know like he 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 he's winning now like because mm. he like you say he's going contract champion, he, he's learned a lot from it. Um and he, but the difference is like Josh, Josh Taylor was obviously beating him up 
I wasn't getting beat up. Like, I was level, probably level in points, three rounds apiece after six and the seven. So, it's different, but it's like, it's the same, only different. It's actually only different, yeah. But see, see, what, see what's intriguing, like, for me when I was watching the fight is, you, like, five or six seconds before you turned your back, you sort of planted your feet and just went bang, bang, bang and laying about four body shots and you went for it and I was like, there, he's got, he's got the, he's biting down his gum shield, he's going for it. Then when you turned your back, I was like, whoa. So it was that shock, I was like, you, you, from that split second of biting down your gum shield, standing your ground, planting your feet and then laying in them body shots and then, Turning your back, I was like, "Oh shit, something's happened." I didn't know what happened. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I feel like I felt like you were in the you were in the fight still, and you were still going for it because, like well, I said, I was still away, still in the fighting, still definitely in the fighting. And as I say, I wasn't hurt, or wasn't tired, or wasn't. I was frustrated. I was. I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. I was pissed off. Even when I was getting good shots off, I was still pissed off. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "What am I doing? Why am I holding my feet? Why am I?" Constantly just doing the same thing over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and and each round I went out to change it up. I couldn't do it. I just it was just happy and straight back into that same rut of same like come back, throwing that left that overcut, and throwing the hook, and just stand and holding and just I was just as every time I went out to start a new round, I was thinking, right, I'll change it here, I'll mm-hmm. change, it, I'll change it, and I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't get myself up to do it. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you then, Sean? What, what are you hoping for? I know, like you said, you've got a young, a wee boy there that you've probably only, he's six weeks old. You've probably seen him about three days of that six, six weeks. Oh, really. I don't even know who I am. <laughs> he looks like you though, so there you go. Uh, I've seen the picture. He's, he's definitely yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's next for you, mate? I don't know. Um, like I say, I'll spend some good family time, um, some good time with the family. Um, I'll, I'll get my new gym opened, hopefully now with a bit more of a, a bit more sight, mm-hmm. a bit more of a vision now on what's happened with COVID restrictions and stuff after the gay lanes have just been released of what's happening and work on getting the gym open again. Um, and then I, I, I've I would like to get back out again soon. Like I want to get back out again. I want to put things right, and I want to crack on with my career. And and I want to put that behind me. Mm-hmm. And again, like it, it's it's a bump in the road. It's a it's a big one to take. And it's, but anyone anyone who's ever watched me box knows that I've a lot more to give to this sport. Like and. People like I know there's going to be a lot of people who are going to say, I like it's always going to be brought up that I've no heart, I've no balls, I turn it back and I quit. I don't care about that because anyone who's like anyone who wants to, anyone who's ever seen me spawn or seen me in the gym knows that's not true. And the people who do know it are the only ones that I need to. Do you know what? I want to say it. See, people who think I have no heart, it's going to be better for me because my opponents, my future opponents are going to think I have no heart and they're going to come and come and come and my game plan is going to be I'm going to box a fucking head of you and I'm going to make sure I don't get hit mm-hmm. and I'm going to move my feet and I'm going to get lazy and I'm going to just use that as a way to box the head of people and not get hit and Sugar Ray Leonard is coming out of Sugar Sean McComb. 
<laughs> there we go. That's a perfect way to end this, Sean. Uh, Sean, go spend some time with your lovely family, mate. Again, thanks for this for YFL TV and myself, man. Always a pleasure to speak to you, my man. And uh, like I say, look forward to the next one. Stay safe, bro. Up, man. Speak soon, lad. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.